0: I was, was sheriff during the, the time the lizard man made his appearance in, in Lee County. It was during the year of, of 1988. I, I took this very serious because wh- what if we'd turned our backs on it and, and said there wasn't nothing to it? Well, if it attacked someone's children or even adults, I wouldn't have just had to leave Lee County. I'd have had to leave the whole state. Lee County Sheriff Liston Truesdale, 1988. even though his windows were down, his car smelled like french fries. That's because he smelled like french fries. But that was same as ever for 17 year old Chris Davis and it didn't matter. He'd punched out of McDonald's and he was free as a bird. He was driving and the breeze was, was blowing in on him and he was on his way home home to Browntown, just outside of Bishopville. If you've never worked a late night shift somewhere, you might not know the, the serenity and the unique joy of ending a late night shift somewhere, but I bet Chris Davis did. Davis's car was aimed for home, but at the moment he was on a, a long, lonely stretch of back road but solitary drive home didn't scare davis not even driving through scape or swamp not even at 2 a.m he'd driven that stretch outside of bishopville a hundred times and his high beams cut back that south carolina darkness and showed his way home if there was anything out there that was fine Chris Davis was inside and wouldn't get out until... Monsters live among us. No, Bigfoot probably doesn't work in the cube next door. And Nessie probably don't swim at your same YMCA. Monsters live in our collective conscience, in our our myths, and our legends. Now, you can choose to believe or disbelieve a myth or a legend. But sometimes, you can't choose monsters. A lot of the time, it's monsters that'll creep into your head if you ever find yourself alone in the woods at night. And sometimes it's monsters that flood you with fear when something touches your leg in the deep part of the lake. They're out there, I think. Some of them, anyway. But that monsters are in our heads? There's no doubt. And that's just how I like it. From where I sit, I see southern monsters aplenty but there's few of them as unique, modern, and well-documented as the one we'll meet today. So let's load up and head out to the dark and mysterious byways and backroads around Bishopville, South Carolina. We're on the hunt for the lizard man of scape or swamp today on Haint Blues. Nothing, and I mean nothing, can pop a bubble of joy and serenity like a flat tire. Now that's just what 17-year-old Chris Davis had when he was driving through Skateboard Swamp all alone on that July night back in 1988. One moment he he was cruising along. Maybe with his arm propped up on his window rolled down, and the, and the breeze blowing in, and, and maybe there was some music playing low on the radio. And then, pop! Just like that, your, your whole mind resets, your, your daydreams evaporate in a sudden poof, but once you've slowed down and finally rolled to a stop, your mind eases off that brake pedal of survival. And then, reality. Washes right over you like cold molasses. Dad gum! Chris Davis was almost home. He was tired and, and it was awfully dark out there and, and him all by himself. Now, before getting home and, and getting a shower and, and settling in for some hard-earned rest and relaxation... Davis was going to have to do some car fixing out there in that wet heat and and kneeling around on that dusty dirt road. After I I finished changing it, I I was putting the flat and the jack in the trunk. I I looked back and I saw red eyes. Big red eyes and, and, and a thing running towards me from those trees and it was kicking up drifts of dust as it went. I jumped in the driver's side, and, and as I was shutting the door, he grabbed the door. So I just jerked the door shut, and I pulled off. And I look in the mirror, and I see this big thing and, and a loud crash on top of the car. That's what Davis said in a 1988 interview right after his encounter with what would become the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. He said the creature was tall and, and black green and wet and the thing chased his car up to 35 miles an hour. It hopped up on top but it was finally thrown off. He told Lee County Sheriff Liston Truesdale it was strong and, and it wasn't an animal and it wasn't a man. Davis said when he finally got home that night, the top of his car had been all scratched up and it was wet. I said, "Okay, draw it." The sheriff said of his interview with Davis after the chase, and, and he drew it immediately. Davis drew a tall humanoid figure with with a small head, and two large eyes, two long arms, spindle down beside a meaty torso, and the arms end in three fingers each with a long claw. He said it was about seven feet tall, stood on two legs, and those eyes, of course, they were, they were big and red. Bishopville, South Carolina sits right in the middle of the state. It's almost halfway between Columbia and Florence on Highway 15, just off of Interstate 20. Beautiful old homes dot the landscape there, and and Wikipedia calls Pearl Friars Topiary Gardens one of the most breathtaking attractions in South Carolina. Bishopville's iconic water tower towers above the town of about 3,500 souls. The Scape Ore Swamp lies southwest of town. Its main channel of murky, dark water stays full all year long. It runs through low hills of matted underbrush and and thick woods. The name Scape Ore came as it was the general location of an escaped uh, uh, trollop running away from volunteers in the Revolutionary War. But there is no doubt that Chris Davis put Bishopville and Skateboard Swamp on the map, as they say. And sightings of the lizard man didn't stop with that young man who got a flat tire. In the wee hours of a Sunday morning, Lee County Sheriff's Deputy Wayne Atkinson and South Carolina State Trooper Mike Hodge were called out to Skateboard Swamp to investigate a Bigfoot sighting. Now the two took the call seriously and within an hour they were beaming their flashlights along the rough banks of the swamp. And here's how the Times and Democrat newspaper described their search. Less than an hour later and about one mile away, the two officers stumbled upon some some tracks. Fresh, big tracks. And they believe whatever is out there watched them as they stepped out of the trooper's car to investigate garbage that had been strewn all over the dirt road. They also examined two battered cardboard trash bins and a broken tree limb that was dangling about nine feet overhead. Then they got back in their car and drove on down the road, and then they turned around. When they returned to the site, they they found that something had walked across their tire tracks, leaving a fresh set of three-toed 14-by-7-inch prints before it entered the woods. If it was a prankster, how would they know someone would come down that road, said Atkinson, who was a a 10-year veteran of the Lee County Sheriff's Department. I'm convinced there was something out there, said Hodge, who was a a former Marine who'd been with the patrol for about a year and a half. If a prankster were out there and the law pulled up, they would have gotten out of there. The week before this, Sheriff Truesdale was called out to the home of Tom and Mary Way. They woke up one Friday morning to find that their car in the driveway had been chewed up. The sheriff checked around the house for tracks and he found some, but he said what he found didn't belong to a cow or a deer. He thought they might have been bear tracks. It was enough for the sheriff to call in Matt Knox, a biologist with the South Carolina Wildlife and Marine Resources Department. He said the tracks he found and short hairs he found on the chrome and molding of the car probably belonged to a red fox. But to be sure, he sent samples off to the University of Georgia. Knox also interviewed Chris Davis, the young man with that harrowing encounter with the creature. But Knox concluded there was no lizard man as far as i'm concerned it's no wild animal all i can guess is it was a man possibly a drunk who'd been laying out there in a muddy wet ditch and then he was trying to catch a ride with davis whatever it was mucking around out there in skateboard swamp bishopville went wild for it Associated Press, July 21, 1988. Dateline, Browntown. Traffic has been heavy at Skateboard Swamp in Lee County since first one and then several sightings of a so-called lizard man have come pouring in. This is the most excitement we've had in a long time. Tony White said, as he and three other friends set off to find the monster and collect a one million dollar bounty offered by Columbia radio station WCOS for the creature's capture. Associated Press, August 9, 1988. Dateline, Bishopville. Visitors have been pulling off Interstate 20 for the past few weeks to satisfy their curiosity about the lizard man. Marina Watson of the local Chamber of Commerce said business has been brisk this summer, but had no estimate of how much money Lizard Mania has put into the local economy. If it's Lizard Man paraphernalia you're after, there are hats, t-shirts, inflatable toy dinosaurs, and even wanted posters with an artist impression of the Lizard Man. This story said a can of lizard repellent sat on Sheriff Truesdale's desk. Boston Globe, August 30, 1988. Dateline, Bishopville. As Jerry Rooks likes to tell it, Lizard Man is the biggest event in Lee County in 125 years. This is the biggest thing that's happened here since the Civil War, said Rooks, who owns Rooks Sales and Service, a general store in the county seat, Bishopville. A tall, inflatable lizard, testimony to the creature a 17-year-old boy said chased him near a swamp, stands in Rook's storefront under a sign saying, Lizard Man Country. Later, Sheriff Truesdale said, At the time when all of this first broke, it went all over the world in three days' time. I got calls from all over the world. And one of the things the media has done was, was they'd take it from Chris Davis, and that was all. But this thing, at least 12 people saw it that summer. Frank Mitchell was one of those people. He was a, a crop duster covering the thousands of acres of the local cotton farms. One morning, he loaded up for a day in the cockpit, fired up his engine, and pointed his small plane down a long, grassy strip served as his runway there's a a point down there that if you're not off the ground you'd better throttle back and stop mitchell said after that point you better hope you fly and and that's about where i was when i i saw this whatever it was cross the runway in front of me he turned his head and looked at the plane and kept on this thing had a kind of lope in its walk much taller than you i guess it was eight and a half, nine feet tall. Lizard mania continued around Bishopville that summer of 1988, and many more came forward to say they'd seen the lizard man. That summer, a Bigfoot researcher headed to Bishopville and concluded that it wasn't a lizard man at all. It was a skunk ape, the famous Bigfoot-like creature from Florida. Another man claimed he was driving around in a camouflaged car looking for the creature. He said he found him and claimed to shoot Lizard Man in the neck. Later though, he claimed his story was all a hoax. He was just trying to quote, keep the legend alive. Chris Davis had to quit his job at McDonald's that summer. He was picked up by three agents who would whisk him all over the state. They booked him on radio shows and television shows. And they had him signing autographs and t-shirts at local malls. Now all that slowed as the summer turned to autumn and Davis entered his junior year of high school. But his weekends were booked for three months solid. It all became so much that Sheriff Truesdale said he wished the whole thing would just go away. And eventually it did. But Bishopville remembers. In 2015, a new spate of Lizardman sightings once again brought attention to Scape Ore Swamp. In August of that year, Jim Wilson told Columbia's The State newspaper that quote, something came out of the woods and crossed the Scape Ore Bridge. He said it was a, a tall, dark figure that had a tail and appeared to have scales, he said. It was almost like an alligator with a, with a short nose and long legs. Wilson said the creature turned toward him and quickly ran back down into the water. He got back into his car and was able to get one last glimpse of the creature as it crossed the swamp. A woman, Mary, told the newspaper that while she would not give her last name that she and a friend saw lizard man after church one sunday we saw lizard man come out of the woods and run along the tree line she said my hand to god i am not making this up lizard man has kept state and local wildlife and law enforcement officials busy since 1988 they often get calls attributed to the creature. They turn out to be nothing more often than not, they say, but, but they always respond. Some officials too, they they've speculated about what lizard man may have actually been in their opinion. Of course, one politician thought a man back in 88 dressed up as lizard man and he, he went around scaring people, but he said that man had probably passed away, taking the truth with him forever and a biologist explained that the tracks could have been from an escaped ostrich or emu. If you want to see Lizard Man for yourself, head to Bishopville in June. There, you'll find the Lizard Man Festival. It's held right there at the Cotton Museum on Cedar Lane. The first event in 2018 featured panels of cryptozoologists like Lyle Blackburn, who wrote Lizard Man, the true story of the Bishopville monster. The event also featured tours of the Skateboard Swamp and, of course, a, a selfie station with a life-size Lizardman stand-in. I cannot tell you how much I love the lizard man story. I love how it rose out of the swamp and changed an entire town almost overnight. (laughs) And I love his name too. It ain't cutesy like Bigfoot. It says what it is very plainly. A lizard man. And that goes a long way since detailed descriptions of the thing are, are pretty scarce. I'd love to head out to skateboard swamp myself one night. Take that same drive as Chris Davis and and see if I had the nerve to stop my car, get out, and be alone in the swamp for a little while. Now, I'd I'd probably make up some kind of excuse as to why it'd be best that I was just getting on. Thank y'all for loading up and heading out with me today. Holler back at me here real soon for more Hank Blues.